Stone Church podcast. We're here for another episode of Pilgrim's Progress. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, I'm here with the same Pilgrim's Progress team, uh, Rory Hello. and Ben Hello. and uh, Pete yep. and myself, uh, Tom. And uh, we are, we're, we're going through this fantastic book. We've really enjoyed it. Trust you have as well. And cornerstonechurchkingston.org. You can find lots of other uh, things that we've done. Uh, so l- last time in our last episode, we saw Christian fighting against the foul fiend Apollyon, and uh, although it was a close run thing and very dangerous, uh, Christian in the end, by the power and grace of the Lord, overcame and put the dragon to flight, and uh, enjoyed gospel success over his over his enemies um, because of the armor that he was wearing, and uh, now he's approaching. Uh, this this valley, the valley of the shadow of death, uh, which John Bunyan, who, who wrote the book, says uh, was an even more trying, testing uh, trial than the one that he'd just endured. And this was going to be a very difficult, difficult thing for him. So that's we, we are going together into the valley of the shadow of death. Um, but just before Christian gets in there, uh, he sees it coming, doesn't he? And just before he gets in there, he meets uh, people um, as we're becoming accustomed to uh, in this book, who are running the other way and who are trying to persuade him to do the same. Um, now, they're not named, are they, on this occasion? Um, but these are these are people... Is it two, they're, two they're, of them? Yeah, they're, they're, they're coming like the, um, out of the... They're like the men coming from, uh, you know, the, the spies that were spying out the... Um, the promised land. The promised land that came back. And said, um, I mean, there were ten of them, weren't they? But they said, um, don't go to the promised land; it's too dangerous. There are giants there, and uh, you mustn't go. And then um, they they sort of contradicted the two faithful men, um, mm. uh, Joshua and Caleb, mm. uh, that said, no, we should go with the Lord and go. So mm. they're negative; they only see the negative. Mm. They're full of despair, full of woe. Mm. Can't go that route. You die if you go that way. They're that, they're that sort of person. Yeah. And this is another conundrum for Christian mm-hmm. because um, as with these things, he knows, and, and John Bunyan tells us, that in order to get to the celestial city, he must keep to the road, yeah. and the road passes through this place. So he has to, if he wants to come to that prize, he has to pass through it, and yet he's being encouraged to, to turn back and to run because it's just too much what's mm. coming ahead. So he's in this point of confusion again isn't he well i need i know i need to go forward but mm. this sounds pretty dreadful what am i going to do you know if i go yeah. back there's nothing waiting for me if i go mm. forward well i at least know that that's what i've been told to do and by mm. faith i'm going to you know and do you're it. a fool to go forward according to these men because yeah. you haven't experienced it we've been there yeah yeah so i, we, I think we, they say if you value your life and your yeah. happiness don't go forwards yeah, yeah. which either very, life or peace is prized by you yes which is telling isn't it because if those things are your highest aim in life yeah to preserve your life and to preserve happiness or peace then yeah you wouldn't go forwards no but mm. christian is has got a bigger ambition for his life than mm. simply to preserve his life and have peace mm. he's going somewhere better mm. And that whole we've experienced, we know what we're talking about. Yeah. We've been further down that road than you have, so you shouldn't go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it all sounds very convincing, doesn't it? And mm-hmm. helpful, and and all of that stuff. But he again doesn't listen. No, and they say to him. Um, so, so Christian tries to get out of them exactly what the problem is with this valley mm-hmm. of the shadow of death. 
and uh, we're told that it's a place of confusion. We're told that it's a place of loneliness. Um, but these men coming the, from it um, give this evil report, and they say that the valley itself is dark as pitch. Mm. Uh, we also saw there the hobgoblins, the satires, um, which I, mean, I guess hob- are spirits. Are they? Quite funny to us, doesn't it? It's yeah, sort of it's yeah. <laughs> it's a beer. It's, yeah. sort of, it's like a sort of funny, <clears throat> sort of yeah. weird thing. But uh, you know, it's, he's writing, you know, many years ago. I mean, yes. this, this is a, it's basically satanic beasts isn't it? I mean, well, it, it does continue there, there's continual howling and yelling from people experiencing unspeakable misery writhing in pain yeah. and bound with chains so it's yeah. not he's not he's not um yeah not and that i mean that's here. just haunting isn't yeah. it because yeah. that is one of the most distressing sounds to hear isn't it people screaming in pain mm. um you know, and either when they're terrified of something or when they're actually having some torture inflicted upon them, the noise of that is really, really awful, isn't it? Mm. Um, and disorientating, isn't it? Yeah. I think that's the whole point because there's this very thin path through the valley mm. um, with the quagmire on one side and yeah. what's the other on the other side? Uh, it's a uh, deep ditch on the, on the right-hand side and the yeah. quagmire on the left. Yeah. yeah. It seems that he's... I, I mean, I don't know how you take it, but it does seem like this is now um, different to Apollyon, which mm. seems to be very physical, very outside, very fighting. This does seem to be in his mind more. I, mm. I think we've gone into a mind of someone that's perhaps got depression or darkness or there's something going on here in the, in the mind. Do you mm. think that's right? I mean, I'm, it's probably more than that, but it does feel like... Because he's alone. He's in the dark. That's right. Mm. He can't see the end of the road. Um, yeah. yeah. And, and in one sense, that's a more. That's why it's a more scary prospect. Mm. When you're fighting Apollyon, it's mm. you're in the fight. You're physically. Mm. It's it's hard, but you're mm. able to fight, and mm. you can see, you can see your adversary. Mm. But here, he's he's unsighted. He can't see yeah. anything. Mm. Well, that's the, the thing, isn't the it? Yeah. Uh, he's he's just had a very visible obvious confrontation with evil mm. and now it's a lot more subtle mm. isn't it but it's no less dangerous in mm. fact i think the the it story describes it's more dangerous mm-hmm. yeah mm. and so we haven't really left evil in some ways but it's yeah. just a different tactic now isn't it yeah and and the place is described as a place of confusion so it's got mm. the clouds of confusion mm-hmm. over the top of it and it's a lonely place as well mm. and so i think the, the conflict with apollyon as fierce as it was, at least there's a clarity about what you're doing. Yes, you yes. know, you know, you, it's in the day. You, you, you're on the good side. He's on the bad side. But as he goes through this valley, things get a lot more confusing. Yeah. So there's thoughts that he's having, which he's unsure whether they're from him or whether they've been put into his mind. He can hear noises, um, but he's not sure where they come from. He can smell things, but he's not sure what the source is. And so everything's muddled and confused mm. and he's um blasphemous yeah. thoughts isn't it thoughts he doesn't want yeah but they come into his head yeah mm-hmm. yes and yet he he's he's experienced enough at this stage to um and this you know perhaps that well this is an evidence of growth isn't it that he you know he says well i'm going anyway and the men say to him, be it thy way, we will not choose it for ours. In other words, mm. you, well, you do you then, basically. Yeah. We're not going. Um, and so Christian goes on his way, but still with his sword drawn. Yes. 
for fear lest he should be assaulted. So that's wise, isn't it? That's sensible. He's walking in with his sword out, um, and uh, and then he and then he makes his way makes his way in. And as we as we've said already, there on the left hand is is this very dangerous quag. Uh, a quagmire, which is like a a, a bit bog. like the slough of despond, I suppose, bog, isn't yeah. it? Really, a bit of bog. And then on the right is this very deep ditch mm. into which the blind have led the blind in all ages. Um, so here we are to imagine lemmings with blindfolds on, one after the other, just yeah. falling into this ditch. Mm. Uh, and this, of course, is how Jesus describes the false teachers in the Gospels: the blind leading the blind. You know, they um, they claim to be bringing light and truth about the things of God but they are sending people to hell with their false gospel and they themselves are walking into hell because they don't know, uh, uh, they don't know the gospel. And um, so this is where falsehood and error goes into the, into the ditch. Um, it's a big theme, isn't it, in this whole section, um, which is uh, the word of the Lord uh, bringing light and clarity and direction because he's confused, it's dark, um, there are false words coming to him mm. um and what we need as we walk through this world in its confusion darkness and f- sort of blind leaders is god's word that's what makes us not blind anymore and that's what we need to listen to uh people who are people of the book who are opening up god's word um we need that's why we need light revelation mm. um and in the psalms god's word is described as a light isn't it a lamp for my feet and a light for my path Mm. Um, that's what he needs in this situation. Mm. It's interesting as well. <coughs> the, the quagmire it actually says that King David fell into this quagmire, right. and the Lord had to lift him out. And if he hadn't, he would have been smothered. And he's referencing Psalm sixty-nine, where he feels David. I don't, I don't think David does feel that sort of deep depression at times and real mental strain, doesn't he? And he can, and he sees that this is a place where you could be totally submerged, submerged, sorry, into. Mm into this sort of these feelings and so God had to take David out and so it's the, it is mm. the word of God that rescues us from from these sort of things mm. which I think we go on to see as, as we carry on in this mm. and he's believing the word that he's already received that there is a path and he, he however slippery the path is mm. he's plodding along isn't he step by step trying not to slip in his, to his left to his right mm. so it's dark it's it's dangerous but um, he, he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna believe in in the Lord and mm. and, and he's gonna believe that he has to walk this path. Mm. So he, he carries on walking. He does, and and it and it gets darker before it gets light. Mm. Uh, so he goes along, and he's got these this ditch and this quagmire on either side of him. And then the deeper he goes into the valley, the narrower the path becomes, and um, the darkness is so great that oftentimes when he lifted up his foot to go forward, he knew not where or upon what he should set it next. Mm. So the darkness is so thick and so felt that he, he lifts up his foot but can't even see yeah. where it's going to land. That's how thick the darkness is. Mm. Um, and so this is a time in the Christian's life where they, they can barely keep going for the next hour, mm. you know, um, let alone thinking of the celestial city to come or um, it, it's just how am I going to make it through the next hour? Mm. Um, and so th- this is a time of real spiritual 
uh, depression or attack or mm. uh, perhaps a season of, of sin, you know, that a Christian falls into. You know, uh, it, you know, it could be all manner of things, really, isn't it? But uh, mm. but the time is not to sit down and sleep. No, it? and the time is not to go back. Mm. Which so is tempted it doesn't to matter do. what she's tempted to do, but it doesn't matter how slowly forward you're going. Mm. There is the foot down, and tr- there is a trust, isn't there? Yeah. With every foot mm. uh, he's putting down, I, I'm told to do this, uh, and I need to just keep keep going. I need mm. to just keep going, mm. uh, however depressing and despairing my thoughts are, mm. and however lacking in joy that I have at this moment. Um, I've, I've, I'm t- I'm, I've just got to keep plodding on. That's the way to do it, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Yep. I mean, he's even he's even confronted with the very mouth of hell at this point, mm. and he these screams are coming out, and but mm. he, he still, it's, as you say, foot after foot. But then he realizes he's still got his sword out, but he realizes well, this isn't going to help me. Mm. I can't use the sword right now. This isn't the Apollyon battle anymore. I'm mm. in the darkness. And it's wonderful because he goes, okay, well, I can't use the swords. Well, I'll resort to another weapon that I have, and it's all prayer. Mm. And so he, that's, I think, it's in this moment, as you say, he's foot after foot in trust. It's here now. He cries out to the Lord. He speaks prayer. out, yeah. doesn't he? Mm. And there is something, um, I mean, we, we come to the speaking out, then because he, because he also here, I mean, faithful is in front of him. Mm. Uh, I don't know whether I'm jumping too f- forward too much, but he hears faithful call out as well doesn't he mm. faithful speaks out what does mm. faithful say well faithful comes a little bit later on i think he mm. uh, but i mean there's i think the steps before that and and actually really the more you look at it the more um the more mature christian is here about his about his difficulties because that the the trials get more and more intense so he can he can feel the flames of hell licking at his feet and he senses that a great company of fiends is coming forward to meet him. So there's demonic oppression here, mm. and also a sense that he's hanging by a thread over the mouth of hell itself. But he turns to all prayer, mm. so he looks up and he prays to the Lord, and then he finds he's enabled to go just a little bit further on. Mm. And then when these fiends are gathering round him, and they're going to be whispering all kinds of blasphemies into his mouth... Um, he he he's, he actually says out mm. uh, in a most vehement yeah. voice, mm. "I will walk in the strength of the Lord God," and so these fiends give up and they come no further. That, yeah. That's that's um, the point I was trying. Uh, sorry, okay. I wanted to get to. Yeah. is the speaking out, yes. isn't it? So and he there speaks is some... to himself. There, he preaches to himself. Absolutely, yeah. and I, but actually, physically speaking out, yes. not just in your mind now. And I think we, we ought to take that. I think we need to speak the words of God. Uh, out loudly to us uh, that's why we need to sing his praises even yeah. though we may not feel like it mm. we need to speak out those words you know uh you know you come to the psalm i think psalm 42 isn't it why are you downcast mm. oh my soul you know why why are you why are you downcast you speak to your soul the word of god and i think there is something in actually physically speaking out that's why we want to meet together mm-hmm. hear a word spoken aloud a preacher mm. Uh, preach to ourselves speak out not just in your mind as it were yeah. mm. i think that's that's really really good advice mm. this is what i believe yeah. even mm. though i don't feel like it now mm. i am speaking out and there seems to be something in that that casts the devil out mm. so jesus didn't just think did he? he you know when he was casting demons out he didn't just think mm. or he didn't just you know point his finger he spoke out mm. you know um 
and and the demons come out. So yeah. I think there is something in the speaking. Mm. It's, it's interesting, actually, isn't it? Because when he first prays out, oh, oh Lord, I beg you to save me, he's still he's not taken out of that situation, is he? And actually, mm. it doesn't it doesn't necessarily mean that he feels better straight away. Mm. He's still having these attacks, so he has to keep on praying. Yeah, it's a constant prayer. And and even and and even through that, it doesn't mean necessarily that the trials get easier. They didn't get easier straight away here. They um, if anything, they they, they get harder. And it, it, it's at this point where it gets really hard. And he's like, do I go back or do I go forward? Mm-hmm. And then the preaching out to himself, uh, I will walk in the strength of the Lord my God, means that he's not just praying to be saved, but then he's going to act and act in the strength of the Lord. Mm. So he puts his foot forward again. Mm. Um, to go forward mm. so there's something in it about him thinking back to all the ways God has provided for him so far he think he thinks about the trials he's already overcome yeah. with the help of God I was just thinking um, there's, there seems to be like a progression of difficulty in mm. the pilgrim's progress if you think about think back to um, the uh, slough of despond it yeah. seems pretty uh, elementary mm. compared to this mm. where there's the slough of despond on the left there's this pit on the right there are these voices it seems like it's getting more intense it is um, yeah that you know we don't we shouldn't think the christian life gets easier yeah. in some ways the battle will, will rage more fiercely and we, we do need that reminder though don't we mm. and we do need to that's where fellowship again comes in you're not you're not just here you've been back there yeah you've moved on yeah. Uh, and, and and remember God was with you at that point. Yeah. Why would he not be with you at this point? Yes. And I think I think that's again I mean he longs for fellowship. This is why I think he's sort of in mm. his head. Mm. Um but that's where we mustn't go alone really. We really ought to be in fellowship where we need people to remind us. Do you remember? That's why baptism is such a good thing, isn't mm. it? Mm. Um because because we want to say, do you remember at your baptism? Do you remember that you made these promises? Yeah. Do you remember mm. uh, that you said that you would, you know, all of those things are good. So like marriage is good, isn't mm. it? You, you, you're, you, you know, we're supposed to be reminding the couple, you know, when they're going through difficult times, so if they're going to give up their promises. Oh, no, hold it. Do you remember what you said? Yeah. Yeah. So remembering is a big thing in the Bible, yeah. isn't it? Peter's always saying, remember, remember in his, in his letters. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And he and and the the fellowship point um you know it re- really is brought out when he hears the voice of another man uh who's going through the valley and although we're not told that he can see this person he hears the voice and uh it's a quote from Psalm 23 though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death I will fear no evil for thou art with me. Um and so he hears he doesn't only speak out the word of truth himself he hears others speaking it. And it comes at just the right time because, um, you know, he's had this uh, smooth talking demon whispering Mm. blasphemies in his ear. And uh, it's a really horrible moment because he he Christian has come to love the Lord of the country and and now really treasures his presence and his promises. And yet now these blasphemies are being whispered into his ear and he's not sure what the origin of these thoughts are because they they're external. They've come into his ear but they but because they're rattling around his own mind he thinks Mm. they might have sprung from his own heart and he's thinking nasty horrible things about the lord who's been so good to him which he doesn't believe and yet he can't quite understand where they've come from and or have they come from within um and so that that's part of the confusion and the loneliness and the satanic attack isn't it 
um, trying to make him depressed, trying to make him self-destruct, basically. Mm. Um, and then he hears this voice, which comes from outside of himself, mm. um, which is Bunyan's way of saying, look, even, even our own thoughts and our emotions as helpful as they can be sometimes, ultimately, you know, even those can be deceptive. And the only sure light that we have is the one outside. Um, mm. And it's so encouraging for him because he hears, he hears this man saying these words from Psalm 23. Mm. And then what encourages him is that he now knows he is not alone in mm. the valley, yeah. that there are other Christians who are going through similar things to him. And uh, the scriptures tell us that, don't they? That there is no temptation that overtakes us which isn't common to man. You know, mm. we all go through very similar things, r- really. And um, almost no temptation that we've faced is unique to us. There will be loads of other brothers and sisters who will have been through that or something like that. Mm. And that's why we need to share our testimonies because then other people can know that they're not the only ones who've been who've been going through, you yeah. know, so... Um, yeah. I, was, I mean, yeah. we were talking earlier, though, it's worth bringing up, but I, d- I wonder sometimes, um, y- you know, uh, suicidal people, you know, they have these thoughts of, you know, obviously killing themselves or doing themselves harm in, so- in some way. Um, and uh, all of this really is a satanic thing, isn't it? Because um, the devil, we know, is a liar mm. and he's a murderer. So he wants people to kill themselves, and he is lying all the time. And I I just wonder sometimes whether that is constantly going on because he's the prince of the spirit of the air. Mm. Um, He's he's just speaking lies, and most of the time we're sort of not attuned to it. And in some ways, uh, when you go through a dark time, you seem to be attuned to hearing his lies, Mm. Um, whereas most of us are sort of, walking around not not hearing hearing that mm. um but i just wonder whether he is just constantly constantly lying to us mm. and wearing us down and that is where you have to have the outside word doesn't it yeah because um uh, we do need to hear that that, that god is good mm. god is a savior um his rod and his staff are with us uh, he is with us through the valley of the shadow of death. Mm. He hasn't left us. We've got to keep applying the truth to the lie. Mm. Uh, he doesn't want me to kill myself. He doesn't no. want me to destroy myself. He isn't the God of death. He's the God of life. Mm. Um, it's very important. And, and to have the Bible as that, as that truth, which reminds us, no, you know, however dark this is, I'm precious. I've been made in the image of God. I'm loved by God. I can be a child of God by faith. Mm. You know, because there are as well as these own self-destructive thoughts that people can have there are there are there are demonic satanic mm. men mm. on things like tiktok yeah. which mm. work suicide algorithms uh, and they they try to get young people if they've written if they've googled how do i kill myself or something they can pick up on that algorithm and they can suggest suicidal mm. material to them in suicidal mm. videos um, and so satan is working through through these different things and there are wicked men who are trying to trying to deceive and their voices come from the mouth of hell you know mm. in, in this in this uh, illustration um interesting and that's why the word of truth isn't it is mm. what we, we need yeah well yeah specifically the word of truth as well it's not just a a, 
a faint encouragement or a platitude that comes mm. to him. Because, mm. you know, some people can prescribe the horse, the fox and the mole and the boy to you when you're feeling down. Yeah. My downstairs neighbour used to take that out and have it on her coffee table whenever she was felt sad mm. and she would read that. She wasn't a Christian, but, you know, but that's some people think that, you know, give me a um, an Instagram motivational post. That, yeah. will, that will help me in my dark days. On a Monday morning when I'm feeling down, that will help me. Uh, it isn't the case, is it? Mm. We need the word of God because the word of God is what brings life. Mm. There is not life in anything except the word of God. Mm. Um, and so we need that. And sometimes people say like, oh, it's a nice Bible verse, but it's not really very helpful. Mm. Um, or oh, it's not very practical. But it's misunderstanding of what the word of God is, what the, who the spirit in you is. Mm. And, and how God is going to, to, to sustain you and feed you today mm. uh, spiritually. Mm. We do need his word mm. and not just feel good songs, not just podcasts that we like to listen to. Mm. Well, we the, tr the truth here is unfelt because he's, he's feeling the opposite. Mm. Uh, and, and that's why it's quite interesting, isn't it? Because he says you, you, you're not alone. Mm. You know, the Lord is with you. He's mm. heard this from faithfuls in front of him i guess it's faithful saying it mm, yeah. um but uh <coughs> so so he, he has to have a word that isn't felt yeah. you know it's not just a nice sentiment from the boy and the mole and the sausage or whatever <laughs> it is um it's actually a truth a truth yeah god has not given up on you even though it feels like it mm. yeah he has not given up well on that that's that is very that's very important that bunyan picks up on this so yeah. he's in the valley of the shadow of death he hears faithful say these words then he takes encouragement because he perceives that God was with this man mm. who just spoke, though in the dark and dismal state. And why not, thought he, also with me? Right. Yeah. In other words, if God is with this man, he mm. could also be with me. Mm. Though by reason of the impediment that attends this place, I cannot perceive it. Yeah. In other words, he's saying that like, I cannot feel it yeah. to be the case. Yeah. But if God is with that man, mm. then he could also be with me. Mm. And I have to trust that he is, even if I don't have warm, positive feelings that I think should attend something like that. Mm. Um, so it's totally living by faith, isn't it? Mm. In what God has, God has said. Um, That's a lot like my conversion, actually, interestingly, mm. when I was a teenager. It was, if God is real for them, then perhaps he is for me as well. Mm. So, yeah. mm. and that, but that grows in you. Yeah, that will grow light in him. Yeah, because he's allowed that word of God to come in, hasn't he? Mm. Yes. He's not opposed that word of God. Yes, he's not saying, "Oh no, that's not enough. I need a feeling. I need the boy and the mole and the sausage." Yes, to speak unto it. Unto me. <laughs> <laughs> what good uh, version that would be. Yeah, uh, it, it's it's the it's the word of God, and the word of God is active and powerful and will do its work. Mm. And that's what we've got to believe in. That's why we people need the word of God. Mm. That's why it's it's quite frightening, I think, um, at sometimes the emphasis of people when they when they mock, um, oh, when someone's going through it, they don't just want yeah. someone to quote a verse at them. It's quite a negative, a very dangerous thing to say. I think that yeah. because mm. it, okay, if you're just chucking verses out sort of without care. But who does that? And that seems to be a straw man, I think. Mm. You know, th there are verses from the Bible people need, and we should be feeling this is the very word of God and that we should speak a word, yeah. a verse, into, mm. their, into their hearts. And that will grow that because it's the word of life. Mm. Mm. And that's what it does for 
uh, Christian here, he's yeah. just, he is actually filled with joy mm. because it is this word that he needs to hear. What what more do you need to hear than when you're in a dark, lonely mm. path? Yeah. Yeah, it feels like you're you're drowning and you're <clears throat> excuse me, you're on your own. You need to hear that God is with you. Yeah, and um, but not just hear it from yourself. Hear it from someone from another person outside of yourself yeah. isn't it yeah because because he's saying that there's someone here who who also fears god like me so i'm not i'm i'm not the only one to walk this path yep. but not only that but he's just he's reminded me that even though we don't always understand what's going on <coughs> god is with me and mm. we can we know that's true if we're christians we should know that and that mm. this is where we trace back how you know the gospel like if if god was willing to spare or give us, sorry, his only precious darling son uh, to be with us, then he's going to be with us the whole way through. It says, yeah. like the Spurgeon quote, isn't it? If you cannot trace his hand, trust his heart, we know what he's like, so he's with me. Yeah. And so he's, he's reminded of this, just so helpful that God is always with me. Even mm. though I can't see him and I don't know what's going on here, he's with me. Mm. And then also he's filled with joy because he knows there's someone on the road to travel with him. He wants to go with him. He wants mm. to catch it with him and say, Let's go together, brother, mm. uh, and encourage one another in our in our journey to the celestial city. Hmm. Christians should never sing Boulevard of Broken Dreams, should they? No. That's not the Christian life at all. Google it if you don't know it. Yeah. Mm. Great song. So all of that, the um, the, the truth, the scriptures, um, uh, are, are really the thing that start to bring light into this dark place. And so at the end of the Valley of the Shadow of Death, or in the second half of it, um, the sun begins to rise and the dawn breaks into the mouth of the valley of the shadow of death and he can suddenly now see all of the hobgoblins all of the spirits all of the traps that were uh, all over the road and of course the light dawning upon them um, has a way of just making them you see them for what they are they're so much yeah, less yeah. threatening yeah. you know we, you know when when you've got young kids and they're afraid of what might be in the wardrobe at night, one of the things all parents or carers do is they just flick the light on and say, can I have a look? Can I have a look? Like, and you see what's in there. It's just, it's just clothes. It's just boxes. Because the light has a way of hmm. banishing fear and confusion, doesn't it? And you just like, it just makes something threatening to be totally harmless. And that's what happens here. The light dawns as he brings himself under truth. And all of a sudden he sees these things for what they are. And it says Christian was much affected with this deliverance. You know, he can now push on. There's no way he's going to turn back now. Mm. Um, he's now going to push on through the, through the light and out the other side. Um, and uh, that, so, that's, so that's really what happens, isn't it? I mean, he, he makes his way past the snares and the traps Still and the gins. To... I don't know what the gins are. Well, they're little. Do you know? Oh, well, that's, that wouldn't be a word he would use because that's <laughs> no. a Muslim word, actually. Yeah, yeah. That's the gins and the nets. The gins, gins are snags. Oh, right. Gins are things in the sort of the know, Islamic word. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that what it is? You think that's right. what it means? Okay, yeah. that's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Well, that's a, a not a proper version of the. Okay. Uh, and so he's out in the he light. Can, yeah. He comes to the end of this valley, and, and uh, you know, just just at the end, he uh, he sees uh, well, pretty distressing, really. He sees uh, blood, bones, ashes, <laughs> and mangled bodies of men, even of pilgrims that had gone this way formerly. 
While I was musing what should be the reason, I espied a little before me a cave where two giants, Pope and Pagan, dwelt in old times. Um, and so he sees these two caves that were occupied by these two giants, Pope and Pagan. One of them is it's still brilliant. occupied. And, you know, there are the bodies, mangled yes. corpses of martyrs. people who've been destroyed, really, by these two these two giants. Um, now, Pagan, mm-hmm. uh, which is really just a way of describing non-Christian religion, isn't it? Or perhaps more specifically, in this I, case, I worshipping think... the spirits and the earth yeah. and the ground mm. and the... And yeah. it's what like you might call pantheism or panentheism today, the worship of the world, yeah. um, which we do see expressions of, you mm. know, that no, they, yeah, we yeah. worship the world and the story is reversed because we're the saviors of the world. We've got to be the Christ yeah. for the world to save our God. You know, there's that kind of uh, a sort of spirit, which is a satanic, uh, a satanic worship. But that that pagan giant has gone Um which I think is Bunyan's way of talking about the influence that the Reformation had upon Britain. Mm. You know, when people were able to read the scriptures for themselves in their own language, I think he's trying to say basically paganism lost its grip on on people mm. that they we, they realised that was daft. You know, um, largely, um, and so I think that's to say that the influence of that form of paganism was waning in Britain at, at that at point. That time, yeah. um, but Pope, you know, is still there, isn't he? Yeah. Um, he hasn't got any teeth though, has he? <laughs> he's uh, he's old. Old, old. So that's giant. the Roman Catholicism. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, which, you know, ruled ruled our country mm. and killed Christians and put Bunyan in prison, of course, remember? Mm. You know, or the Anglican Church that came from Roman Catholicism, because it was basically a sort of same thing, put him put him in prison. So they're... they're um, He's he's saying you know that power is 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 sort of gone really. Yeah. The gospel has power over that, mm. but those bones and those people they have they haven't not gone to heaven. I don't think they're yeah. martyrs. Yeah, you know they've yeah. they've yeah. taken a shortcut yeah. to heaven if you like yeah. by the pagan and the and the pope. He says some of them are pilgrims. Yeah, it's yeah. Some it's some a mixture. Pilgrims. Some of them yeah. are pilgrims, and others presumably are those who've been led astray, led astray by, by, by them. Yeah, um, yeah. But pilgrims nonetheless. Um, but it's a joy, isn't it, that, that you've got these two monsters that have ruled, um, you know, the world. And, uh, you know, in many parts of the world, they are still ruling, aren't they? Mm. You know, paganism, that's sort of back in our land, isn't it? You know, uh, it'll, it'll, it's growing, you know, the whole save the planet sort of thing is part of a pagan sort of worldview, isn't it? Uh, if you're not involved in that or if you're not passionate about that, you're seen as someone that you should be cancelled and all of that. So that, in one sense, paganism is, is sort of growing its teeth. Yeah. being revitalised. Te- te- growing yeah. its teeth again. But this is Bunyan in his age. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's optimistic that paganism's gone, Catholicism's gone. Yeah. You know, yeah. The gospels, and yeah. these two present very little trial for Christian. He, he basically <laughs> walks quite happily past them, <laughs> yeah. just sort of laughing at them, really. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. I mean, he <laughs> held his peace and set a good face upon it, which I think is to say he just thought, that's pathetic, mm-hmm. and, and laughed mm. at it. So I think that's Bunyan's way I mean, that way is amazing, <laughs> because he's in prison because of religion. <coughs> yeah, uh, yeah. You know, he wrote this in prison because of religion, and it was not an easy thing in the prison that he was no. in. Mm. But compared to the pit of hell, to the yeah. to the work of Satan, yeah. it was a little yeah. thing to him. Yeah. Mm. He is a jolly character, I think. This is why we like Bunyan. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah, that's the end of the adventure, though, isn't it, for the, for the moment? For the moment, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's he's out the other side, and 
yeah there we go so lot, lots to chew over there and i uh, hope that's been helpful for you um do join us again for the next installment of pilgrim's progress and we'll see what christian uh, has in store for him next on the road um as i say we uh we are from cornerstone that 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 uh, our website cornerstonechurchkingston.org if you go back through our back catalogue of sermons we did preach through this whole book um so you can listen to some sermons based around the pilgrim's progress uh, other podcasts as well that we've done so do make the most of uh, of those